Good morning. So welcome to another episode of Salty as Fuck. Um, yeah, I'm feeling really salty. I definitely realize how much I smoke weed. <laughs> like, like how hard it is for me to sleep. Um, how hard it is for me just to deal with some things like that I'm just used to doing. Even like my dog is used to smoking with me in the sense like he automatically runs to the car to hang out in there with me like when I was smoking but um again it's just the job search thing so it is what it is um but things that are making me salty is like okay first of all all the hoops that jobs make you go through and it's like this whole like why should we hire you when I'm like, you need workers and I have the skills to do the work you need? Like, I just, it's frustrating. I mean, even like, for example, like, I'm trying to get a job at um, this local, well, it's a local owned, but it's a chain. And just because it's like, they're fucking hiring, like, because I'm not above any job. But then like, I go in and the first person is like, oh, okay, you know, why here? And I'm like, well, you're hiring. Like, I, you know, I'm a quick learner. I'm down to do what y'all need me to do, blah, blah, blah. I'm not above cleaning, whatever, you know? And that seemed to go okay. And it's like, okay, well, can you come back later this same day to deal with the manager that would be the shift that we're hiring for? And they're telling me the original shift they're hiring for is like 3 to 11. Like, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, it's not really my preference just because of my living situation, But, you know, I would do what I have to do. Well, I'm like, okay. So it's like I had to come back again the same day. And mind you, it's like a 20-minute commute for me to go there. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll do this second fucking interview. Go through. It's the second chick. It was like literally five minutes of like, okay, so you're open. You don't have school. You don't have this. You don't have that. And it's like getting basic info the other guy could have gotten from me. And I'm like, okay, she's like, well, you know, you'll get a call from our hiring, you know, manager, and they're, like, the main person that does the final say, which I'm not understanding why I have to go through, like, special hoops, but whatever, so that it's like, I go in again yesterday um, to talk to this third final person, and it's like she's sitting there and is just like, well, why should I hire you? Again, and again, and I'm just like, um, I'm a fast learner. She's like, I understand that, but I need dedication. I need, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, all right. Well, I thought that kind of went unsaid when I took on this fucking job. Like, okay. And then it was like, she full asked me, okay, so you already, it's like each time I did another interview, they would say, oh, so you already had one interview. It's like, they don't communicate the managers. And I'm like, okay, that's already fucking annoying to me. And then she's like, oh, so you already had one. And I explained how I had one with one guy at 2 o'clock. Then he made me come back at 5.45 to talk to the other chick who... It was lit- it literally took me longer to drive there than to actually sit down and talk to them. And it's not like I'm getting reimbursed for this shit. It's just, it does get annoying. Like, I'm like, you know, you don't know, like... I was like, obviously I'm looking for work. I don't have money coming in. So it's like wasting my fucking gas. Bubba's, you're fine. Oh, booga. Um... And it was like, she just had this whole, okay, well, I want you to fill out an online application for us and then I can look at your profile. And I'm just like sitting here and I'm just like, I could have been asked to do that like after the first fucking interview. 
Hell, y'all could have had your shit together. And when I already applied through Indeed, you could have had the extra step to say, hey, another step is to fill out, you know, the personal, their personal websites application, which other jobs do, mind you. Like, I found that, like, through Indeed. They'll say, hey, here's another step. Please just go on to our website and do our application through our website. Okay, cool. Um, but, I mean, that already kind of annoys me because I feel like the point of Indeed is to make it easy, you know? Like, to be like, hey, here's my shit. Like, <laughs> here's the basic stuff. Like, but whatever. Um, and, it, and it's just, like, frustrating. Like, I kind of... So now it's, like, this waiting game. And then I'm, like, sitting here... And they're already telling me how, okay, well, if you work for us, you have to wear long sleeves, even if you are in the back of house, because we don't want tattoos showing, which I mean, like it's, I can understand, like, I don't know if I was front of house, I could really understand because it's front of house, you know, and I can understand like some people are fucking persnickety and some people are just square as fuck and Lord forbid that, you know, someone has tattoos. But, and I can understand if they were, like, gang-related or if they were, like, offensive, you know. But I'm, like, literally, they're, like, unless you really are, like, trying to be a dick, they're not that bad. But whatever. And it, like, took a lot for me not to be a smartass and be, like, so you'd rather have your cooks have heat stroke in the back because you guys can't handle the back of house having tattoos. Like, I don't know. It's just shit like that is annoying to me just because of, I'm, like, I'm back of house. Like, who the fuck sees me? You know, it's so it's really a personal thing, like, as far as the individual store and, you know, what the managers are upholding. So that's just frustrating. Um, I mean, I don't have a lot of hope there, Um, but I am working on it. Like, I'm work any job I fucking see, you know, I'm applying for and I'm trying to see what I can get. And it is it is frustrating, though, you know, having to deal with like weird hoops. And it's like when I don't know, like. Does anyone else have that? Like, have you ever been having an interview at a place and you already are not feeling it? Like, you're already like, ooh, I could already see where this is going to be an issue. And like, like I've talked about before, you know how you ignore red flags because you have rose-tinted glasses? And for me, it's like, you know, you're focused on how much you're going to get paid and you're ignoring certain things in the beginning. Like, for example, for me, I'm like, wow, these managers don't know how to communicate with each other, that already is frustrating for me. Like, I can't, I can't deal with having to deal with, like, multiple entities that are not, that are supposed to be a management team that are not on the same page. Like, that for me is a huge red flag. Uh, red flag. Um, I find, too, that if jobs hire you on the spot, you know you're signing up for some fucking bullshit because they need someone. You know, like, there's certain things, you know, and that, and that's what frustrates me is, like... I'm trying to establish, you know, things and trying to establish and, you know, start working and get my shit together down here. But at the same time, too, like, do I ignore what I'm feeling just for the sake of, oh, we'll suck it the fuck up to make some money right now? Like, when I'm also like, well, money isn't everything. Like, yeah, I want to, you know refocus, regroup, start paying down some things because that's that was my whole reasoning for relocating and changing things and basically moving to an uncomfortable situation uncomfortable situation and not necessarily like it's bad my living situation or anything it's just it it's just different it's just a different world down here you know in that sense so 
I don't know. I'm just tired and frustrated, like, because, I mean, maybe I'm just used to how things move up north, like, you know, they're pretty on it usually, unless they feel like being it, or unless, like, you know, like, you're working for the casinos, and they have to do this, like, full crazy-ass background check that takes five days for some reason, which I never understood that, because it's like, I've had background checks at other places where it was literally the same fucking day, because they just run your fucking social security and shit, and it's just like, this is your background, like, I mean, unless there's, like, felonies and shit, like, I can understand that, but it's like, I don't, I'm not a felon, I'm not, I don't have, and then, and then at the same time, too, it's like, that brings up the discussion about what do you do if someone's applying and they are a felon, but then it's like, well, if they're trying to make the steps to have a better life and to not be in that lifestyle that caused them to be, um, a felon, like, and I, yeah, absolutely, we all make choices, we all, we all, you know, we have to take responsibility for those, but I feel like there's also things that do totally contribute, like, when people are like, oh, well, you know, you're an individual, and you can't always, you know, blame society, you can't blame certain things, and I'm like, absolutely, and I think it's important to look at the bigger picture of how things affect you, like, when you see, when, I I guess, when that narrative is not exactly new, like, that narrative is not unheard of, it's like, of, oh, well, you know, growing up a certain way, you know, it's fight or flight, and people want to act like, oh, but we're in society, and we have laws, and all these things, and it's like, to be fair, laws are interpretations. I mean, if you want to know my honest truth, I think, because a lot of things that were once illegal have been proved to be eradicated because those laws are bullshit, you know? I mean, fuck, it... How, you know, there was a time it was illegal for biracial couples to marry. There was a time, you know, there's certain things that as time goes on, laws do change. And it's like frustrating for me in the sense like, cause I think like that, but then, oh, you, my dog sounds like a fucking dinosaur. Um, you know, I, I wish things were different and I, you know, and I'm just, maybe it's just me. I'm just feeling pissy because I've been here almost six weeks and it's like, I'm not seeing too much come my way, but at the same time too, I am also from um, out of town and that does, is like that. Like, I mean, when I moved to Minnesota, it was the same ideal. It like, took me a minute to find something right away. Um, it seems like when you really need a job, that's when you, it's a bitch to find one. But then when you're kind of like, like for me, when I'm like, well, I just need a second job. I just need, it's like, I seem to always fall into something, you know? Um, but yeah, it is, it's just a pain in the ass, the job search thing. And then it's just like, I, I personally feel that if a job is going to require you to wear certain things or like, like for example, like, cause I would, I'd wear fucking long sleeves. Um, if I had to, because of like, whatever the fuck I get that. Like I would, I would, I personally don't agree. And I personally think it's fucking stupid. And I personally think people need to get the fuck over some shit just because someone looks different than you or like has tattoos or has, you know, a different skin color, anything. It's just like, you don't have, it's like, you don't have to understand, cause like, there's some people who like, I don't understand how someone could have all these tattoos or whatever. Um, but it's like, you don't have to understand shit to respect it. And 
that those were my choices. And it's like funny because it's like, like I was talking with my dad and I was talking about the tattoo things like, well, that's what I told you when you first start getting tattoos is people, you know, might not like, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you did fucking say that. But I also am like, but it's my fucking body and I just am really tired of like having to, you have to change what you want to do or who you want to be just to fit into a fucking, you know, little square box. And the reality is just so you can make money to fucking make it. And it's irritating. And then it's like, oh, well then find a different way. Find a more creative way. And it's like, what do you want me to do? Try to become Instagram famous? That ain't fucking happening. I don't, you know, there's just certain little things that I'm just like, dude, I don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand where employers get off, like, thinking, I don't know, it's like, I can understand, like, when you own a business and, you know, and it's your home and, you know, you want the best of the best, but it's also like, if my resume wasn't good enough for you to even consider hiring me, then why the fuck am I sitting in a fucking interview? And then you're gonna dog me out, like, oh, well... You know, why would I hire you? Why should I hire you? And it is. And that's the tone. Like, it's one thing to be like, okay, so, you know, like, what do you think you could bring here? I can understand that as a question. But it's like the why should I hire you, which is kind of like, I'm not, because you're fucking hiring, dude. Like, you need me. Like, that's what's so frustrating. And then it's like, and then it's like already, I'm like, so it's like already employees are disposable to you. So why the hell do you think? And then you're going to sit here and ask for dedication and loyalty and shit. But it's like, you're going to ask for all that, but you treat your employees like they're fucking temporary. Why wouldn't they treat your job, your business as just a job, just a job option, not a career? Like that's the difference. Like my loyalty and my dedication should go to something I really believe in. And it's like, I believe in making this money. Like, that's, but then it's like, they don't want to hear that. You're like, I'm here for a paycheck. Because then they're like, okay, oh, you're going to do the bare minimum. And I'm like, no, not necessarily. I'm going to come here. I have a sense of integrity. I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to take in, you know, whatever I need to do. And be hopefully I'm led right. Because that's another frustration is like, when... You know, like, when you go into a new job, and it's like, there's always the person who's like, this isn't the way you're supposed to do it, but this is the way I do it. And I'm just like, why the hell is anyone like that? Like, if you really have control of your business, there's no room for that shit. Like, person, like, okay, like, I worked in a kitchen that a chef was really open to new ideas of how to do things, but he wanted to be informed about it. Like he would say, he's like, look, if there's a new way to cook this that makes it go faster and it doesn't compromise the, um, ow, fuck. Does it compromise the integrity of the food or the restaurant? Then hell yeah. But don't just start fucking doing it because you think it's better. It's like at the end of the day, it's, you know, the final, it's the manager's final say. It's the chef's final say. You know, that's the thought anyways. And I just... And it's frustrating because it's like, I want to, it's like, I love the industry and I love working in it. And I came, I saw, I did what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a chef and that's what I've done. But now it's like, okay, well, what else can I do? Where else can I grow? And, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like frustrated. Like I want to go back to school. I want to do some things, but, um, it's just hard because I don't want to 
feel like I'm just settling for whatever I can find, you know? Because, I mean, I'm okay as far as I have money, like, you know, I have some shit in the bank, so it's like I'm okay. Um, and for the first time, it's like I can qualify for um, a local, for a... A county medical, Medica, medical, you know, like for once. Normally I was just made too much, but it's like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll actually be able to go to a doctor and actually do some things because I haven't had insurance in how long? Like, <laughs> ugh. Anyways, um, but yeah, I want to hear other people's like job search stories, like the shit you go through, man. So, ugh. The other thing about job searching, let's talk about social fucking media, right? The thing is, I'm treating myself to have a joint. This is like my second half of this first joint, and that's like one this week. Holy shit. Nonetheless. Been adding apple cider vinegar to all my smoothies. So, anyways. But, okay. So, as far as I'm concerned, social media isn't a big deal. Social media is, like, just what you choose to put out there. And I feel like it's a very superficial platform. And it's just kind of funny to me because it's like, I've had bosses, I've had coworkers who will comment about it. Be like, oh, be careful what you post. You know, an employer, you know, um, an employer might see it, you know? And it's shit like that that gets frustrating to me because it's like, if you pay a lot of attention to social media, people are like, oh my god, people are so in their phones. We don't know why they're like that. It's like, but you take it seriously enough to, like, look at someone's social media. Like, I had a manager who admitted to me that before she hired people, she totally looked through their Facebook and shit. Like, just to see what they post. And, like, yeah, I can understand. Like, homegirl calls in and you see she was posting all the night before she was fucking partying. Um, you know, <laughs> that never looks good. But at the same time... <laughs> It's like, mind your business. Like, because as an employee, I don't know. I just don't understand, like, with jobs, it's like, they want to demand your dedication and your ultimate loyalty. It's like, you know, you're forcing me to essentially be a mercenary because I have to sell services in order to get money. So, really, you need me. And as long as I show up to fucking work when I'm scheduled on time and my call-outs aren't, like, stupid or not, or, like, within the realm of it's all right because you know like some jobs in a perfect world you know you'd have the ultimate schedule and you're always able to fix your life kind of around work but same thing same time work you know life happens like I'll be real I've totally called into work to go pursue another job before just to go check something out but I had to go out of town to check it out and you know what oh you know, the job ended up not being worth it, but my other job was still there, and it's like, a job, you know, they should train you, it's like, a job should be training you 
to be able to have skills to take to another job. But in a perfect world, you know, they'd treat you so good you wouldn't want to leave. It's like if you treat your employees well, that's how the fuck you get loyalty, not by demanding it and then treating us like fucking whores. Like, we're prostitutes. Like, I put fucking money in your bank. I make sure your bills are paid, so you need to bend to me and demand that, you know, you're on fucking call. Like, because managers will, I'm sure I've talked about it, but it's like managers will pull shitty, like, games with you because you'll ask for more fucking hours, right? And then they're like, of course. But then for them, for you, you're thinking, yeah, try to work me into a schedule. Or, you know, you see I'm busting my ass. Or, you know, like, other ways I could implement my skills you know, and you should schedule me within, and for a boss, though, it's like, they're like, oh, that means you're on fucking call. Anyone who last minute calls out, I'm gonna call you, you know, and it's like, it's shady, and then they get mad at you for being like, actually, it was my day off, I made a plan, like, and they act like butter, like, oh, I thought you wanted hours. Bitch! Like... That's not how it fucking works. Like, don't fucking disregard my off time. Like, that pisses me off, too. Because then they're just like, well, if you work, you know, you'd have more money if you worked more. But it's like, but life happens. And, like, I, I'll be real. Okay, like, I've had job, a job that um, their hours, I was perfectly to where um, I went in early enough to where even if I went somewhere early, I wouldn't make it. Because, like, I started at 9 or 10, and I wouldn't get off till 7 at night. So, it's, like, most establishment, any bills, any things, like, you had to do, it was, like, man, I remember running on my breaks to places. Like, literally, I'm, like, yo, can this be covered for 15 minutes? And I, you know, jump in my car, zoom to a spot, drop something, zoom back, you know, and that's technically a break, you know? <laughs> like, there's shit like that. Um... And that was always frustrating. And it's like, I don't know, the demand of, I just saw someone pass, some, they both pulled up the stop, and the other guy just crossed the fucking yellow, double yellow to pass him. It's like, really? But like, as I said, you get these jobs that like, feel like they're so fucking entitled to your time like I mean I'm gonna work in a spot that um you know I started about 4 35 in the morning that job in the kitchen and um I'd be there to fucking two three four fuck I'd been there till 6 37 at night before or six like I I fucking work consistent motherfucking long hours I remember one pay period I had 119 hours like, I'm a, f like, I even was texting a guy friend about it, and he was like, dude, you're a fucking machine, like, and I was like, because I was there all fucking day, and that was probably the first nice-ass fucking check I got, that I was like, oh, shit, you know, it was hard, too, you know, like, anyways, but I remember, um, but, like, you know, the night crew would be coming in, whatever, they're coming in at 2, 3, whatever, because if you were a breakfast cook, you started 5 to 2, um, hypothetically you got an hour of lunch, but really you had to smoke in order to get breaks. Otherwise, like for me, like the night shift, sous chef, she was a Zuma instructor during the fucking day. She's a fucking beast. Um, and that girl like cooks circles around these motherfuckers and I hate it. I hate it. 
Like, I have to do a fucking shout-out for International Women's Day to fucking my homegirl. Um, fucking, she's my sous chef there at the fucking Sheraton. She's a fucking savage. And, like, I hated that the dudes would, like, act away about her. Like, she'd walk through. Because, yeah, she's a beautiful fucking girl. She's one, of, she's one of those females that, you know, I have the privilege of, you know, getting to know because of... She's one of those few individuals that, like, radiates out of her. Like, she was just a good-ass person. And top it off, yeah, she had a nice fucking body. Like, she did Zumba, you know, just a Zumba instructor. And, like, she, you know, we were just talking, you know, because I do try to stay connected with people, at least. I feel like, you know, there's something to be said about when you get the urge just to call someone, I think you should, no matter what time it was, whatever. You know, like, sometimes it's good to connect with certain people, and, um, but anyways, like, you know, she, she cooks circles around these motherfuckers and she come in, you know, and she's always hella cool and just, you know, wanting to get to know. And she was really communicative, like, nah, what's going on? You know, she was probably, I felt like really one of the few people that was like really on my side there because it was like, man, I was working my fucking ass off. Like, don't tell me I was not there. And then they just like, oh, just because you put in hours doesn't mean you do a lot. And I'm like, do you know how much I crank out? Like, it was, like, in between the demand. Like, I'm not lying. Like, it definitely, like, I'm not saying, like, I was hella fast. Like, I definitely had to get faster. I'm not saying I didn't. But at the same time, it was, like, it wasn't always a nurturing learning fucking environment. Let's just fucking put it that way. But I always felt like she was really, like, she taught me how a manager should fucking care. Like, no matter what, you try to make everything, you know, like, if a worker's coming to you, like, when you see a worker is struggling, it's like, what are you gonna do? Talk shit about them? Or are you actually gonna, be like, pull them aside, be like, hey, you know, what's up? What's going on? You know, how, because it's like a kitchen is only as strong as its weakest fucking link. And it's how you help carry that link. You know, and I do generally feel that. And I did feel, yeah, I was definitely a weak link. Like, I'm not saying, like, I was the best of the best. But I'm just saying, I feel like I held my own. For considering, like, what I had as far as training, you know. I did learn a lot there, though. I'm not saying I didn't. But it was saying it was a bitch. And it was just, like, it was so demanding. Like, homegirl come in. Be like, oh, blah, 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 what's up? And then she'd say something like, oh, dude, that's hella funny. Something you, you posted on Facebook or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. And a fucking chef popped his motherfucking head up <laughs> like when were you on Facebook like you know you been at work all day and I and I got so fucking irritated and it's like I'm like I fucking I was like dude what I do in the bathroom is none of your damn business and he just like oh, oh, mm. I'm like it's true I totally would post up in the fucking bathroom for a minute and just like play on my phone Fucking, there was a chair in there, damn it. <laughs> like, fucking, you know, or, how was there a chair? Maybe a little shelf thing. I don't know, but I leaned. Sometimes I won't lie, I just sit on that fucking toilet. Because why the fuck not? You know? Because it was using my iPod, honestly. But, because I connected to the Wi-Fi. Um, and it was like, that was my only time to catch up. Like, I literally was working all fucking day. And I had two other jobs. So, that were both also both once-a-week jobs. Like, you know, there's, like, another um, restaurant downtown. And then I work for fucking Geeks Who Drink. <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> it was it was a cool gig. I liked it. Um, but I remember like it just irritated me too much. Like, cause and I was very vocal. Like, so he always said like, ah, oh, you know, you don't get along well with people. I'm like, no, I'm just vocal about bullshit because I thought it was bullshit that in order for me to have a fucking break when I'm working like over a twelve hour fucking shift, I think I'm entitled to a couple tens. You know, a full fucking lunch. Because it was more of like, you can eat, and then it was like, oh, hey, you know, I saw you eat one thing earlier this morning, and then now you got something else. And I'm like, well, first of all, yeah, I had breakfast. We're entitled to a meal. You said I could. And then that was a fucking misfire. It was going to get thrown away. Like, that was the only fucking reason. I didn't ask him to make me a fucking pancake. That was literally what it was over. A fucking pancake. Like, okay, a blueberry one. God. You know, fuck it. He was just like, he said that it was, he wanted to finish the batter or something because it was gonna, because that batter, you know, it was really about freshness. So it was like we had small batches, but then sometimes, but it was like a pain in the ass. Like, is this a work? It was like not enough batter to be worth saving. Like, it's not even one portion for one pancake. You know, it was like a smaller one than what we normally did. So what the fuck ever, dude? Homeboy was kind of a dick about weird shit that I'm like, I can understand now, like, as someone who, you know, has done ordering now, like, how it's, like, you see stuff and how you have to break down things, but we had to hand crack five fucking gallons of eggs a day because we saved, what was it, like, two fucking cents or some shit, like, and he was, like, so proud he found that, like, oh, that's how much I broke it down, and I'm like, I'm just saying, I feel like there was other items <laughs> that we could have worked on, you know, to save some fucking money, just saying. But, you know, who the fuck am I? I was, you know, I was only, like, 21. Uh, 21, 22. Yeah. I worked at Charles after I was 22. Birthday's in April. I quit there in August um, to move back to Cali. But, you know, it was just, like, irritating because it was, like, I would be vocal, but, like, because I'd go up and so I remember someone, uh, one of the managers, whatever, would just be, like, oh, you know, I didn't know you smoked Rush. And I'm, like... Yeah, well, you have to to get a break around here. Like, you, and I remember the people that I get cigarettes from would totally call me out on it. And I was like, yeah. Because um, I'd ask to bum a cigarette and they'd give me one. And then they were kind of like, you know, you don't really smoke cigarettes. You kind of waste a cigarette. Which, okay, I feel two ways about this one. As someone who, you know, did smoke at one point. I did smoke cigarettes for a little bit, but off and on, I told is I honestly it's my pickup line. I'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> but they'd be like, dude, you just puff it, like you don't fully inhale, which I can understand. Is, That's a waste of a cigarette. That's money, dude. Things ain't cheap. Like, and then also like, dude, how do you just waste it? Like, I could I could see that. And then on my other side, I was like, well, you did give it to me, and so what I do with it is not really your business anymore. Like, that, uh, like, so you have a sense of entitlement, but, like, well, technically I paid for it, so it's, like, it's mine still. Like, I have an attachment to this thing I did give you, though. You know, like, maybe that's overthinking it, but I'm just saying, consider some weird shit we have that a lot of our behaviors come from a really basic primal need, and I guess I'm starting to get to a point where I feel like I'm trying to recognize that more. Like, what is this person actually getting from me, trying to get from me? What are they approaching me with? What energy are they fucking bringing? You know, try to see, you know, outside the box a little bit about, you know, because some people are just fucking hurting. We're all hurting in some way. And, like, the people who want to have it together, it's, like, one thing to have it together and be humble about it. You know, that comes into with, with our blessings, the things we have that are going our fucking way that we can't bitch about. Like, 
because sometimes we do get really tied up in, oh man, like if I had a hell of money, all my problems would be fixed. But it's like, okay, what are the problems? But then I'm like, well, why is that a problem though? Why do I have to pay for it? Like, what is that thing giving me that I have to actually pay for? And then I'm kind of like, I feel like, well, you change your needs. You change, yeah, there's some absolutes, but I'm also like, well, what's a simpler way, you know, to live, to be? Like, what do I have to do to get to that fucking point? But yeah, I mean, I'll be real. I totally, like, that's my pickup line, though. Um, with multiple guys, I've done it too, you know, they would just, um, be like, you don't even smoke, do you, like, you know, and I'd just be like, cause I'd always just be like, oh, hey, can I buy a cigarette? And then it would just be like, oh, you know, do you got a lighter? And then it was just like, start, and then after that, like, guys would kind of offer me a cigarette. It was kind of like, I don't know, like, oh, they don't mind talking to me or us going or whatever, but they always start to give me one. Like, that has happened. And I'm like, alright, he likes me. <laughs> like, he's inviting me along. He's willing to give me what I don't got. But one time I had a dude totally call me out. Because I'll say, I'm like, yeah, I'm a social smoker. Like, I will if you are. Like, that's cool. I guess the problem, I would do that. I'm like, well, if you're doing it, I'll do it. Like, I'm down. Like, oh, there's someone who's with me with this? Alright, cool. I'm not going it alone. Because I feel like I go alone at a lot of things I don't want to. <laughs> like, you know, there's some things I, I just should. And be probably why I created this fucking podcast. Fucking Booga's chilling in the driver's seat. He has a stick with him. Like, he brought a stick with him up in the car to have with himself because we can't get up in this car enough. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. 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 No. It's fine. Shh. Hey, Booga. Booga. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Salty as Fuck.